You're listening to Questionable Material, produced in New York by Jack Helmuth and Brian Sack. QMPodcast.com. Astrology, George. Oh, hi. I was wondering, um, I, shoot, I was trying to reach the astrologers. Well, this is Astrology, George. And if you'd like, I can tell you how I got there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a fairly leading question and you want me to ask it. So go ahead. I'd like you me. to. I'd like you to ask me this question. See, astrology.com was taken mm-hmm. and george.com was taken. Right. My name is George. I'm partial to the name George, and that's why I went with Astrola George. That way I get not only the fact that I do astrology, but my name is George, Astrola George. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a good story. I can't wait to tell my kids later. Um, so what, um, I, I assume you do astrology. You are correct in assuming that. Uh, that is the astrological arts to you and me. Or I, I really don't know the grammar on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could ask Venus or Mercury, but you know, I've got other things to do. Sure. Okay. Well, um, then yeah, I'd love to sign up for your service. Can Are you a Pisces? And- you sound like a Pisces. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm a Libra. You're a Libra. Mm-hmm. All right then. So you were born in, in uh, October. I was born in October. It could have also been late September, but yes, um, you, you guessed right that there are more days in October that qualify, that sort of encompass the Libra uh, stretch. And it, yes, I was born in October. Well, I can tell you this. As a Libra, Libra is represented by the scales. Yep. Scales means balance. You like balance. You like when you are walking across mm-hmm. a stream mm-hmm. and you're on the log, you like to stay on that log. You don't like to fall off and fall into the water. You want to be on that log. Oh, my God. And that's a very Libra thing. I was sort of thinking you were uh, a bit of a hack, but that's exactly right. Yeah. Now, Libras love balance. Now, let's say you're on the top of a building and you're a TikTok star and you want to show people just how cool you are to win TikTok points. Mm -hmm. You walk on the edge of that building. You're standing on the edge. On on one side is the roof, but the other side is certain death, a a seven story fall. And there you are. You like balance. You don't want to fall. You don't want to fall on the roof because you'll be alive, but shamed to your TikTok audience. And you don't want to fall all the way down seven stories to your death because you'll die for one. And you might hit a pedestrian or a puppy. And so you want it. That's what Libras want. They don't want to fall to their death. Now, what, what would, a, in, in that situation, what would a Pisces TikTok star do? What, like what, what would they tend to do? Well, or a Cancer or a Taurus, anyone, anyone, how, how would they sort of handle it differently? Well, from what I understand in astrology, most of the signs don't want to fall to their deaths. Hmm. And that seems to be a quality that, that, that carries through whether you're an Aries, which is a ram or Pisces, which is a fish or cancer, which is a crab. Can you think what's the deal with that? Shouldn't it be a tumor? I don't know. That was one of the questions on my list. I thought maybe someone who advertises themselves as a, as an expert in astrology would know about the cancer conundrum. That really gets me. Cause if you say to me, oh, listen, I've got cancer. I'd say, oh no, where's the crab in your body? Right. That makes no sense. Right. Oh, you've got lung crab. No. Oh, oh, you have testicular crab. No, you do not. I do. I, well, back up on that one. Yes. I, in, I did 
at one point have testicular crabs. Yeah, on the exterior, but I'm talking about the inside. Because yes. you talk about cancer, oh. you're talking about stuff on the inside. I know what you're talking about. You probably got a little rubby nubby with Betty Weddy, and, and then you got yourself some crabs. Is that what you're talking about? This is it's it's like you your powers are great. That is so Libra of you to not want to have crabs. Did you know that? That's a very Libra thing. Libras don't like itching. They don't like the painful itching, the rash, the scratching, the the irritation that crabs uh, have, and that's that's a quality that Libras. Have have. And I know that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, who, who knew that a, a woman, you know, who is as refined as Betty Wetty would, um, or wet Betty or, or you know, uh, all of them would, would, would give that to me. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, my, my guess is she was probably a Gemini. Mm, what, 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 what properties do they possess? Well, Gemini are twins. And of course, twins means one's the good twin and one's the evil twin. So the good twin would not have crabs and would not give them to you. But mm-hmm. the evil twin uh, has crabs and wants to give them to you. So my guess is the Betty Weddy uh, was the evil twin and maybe Barbara Weddy was the good twin. But unfortunately, you met Betty. Would would Barbara still want to um, perform certain acts for me for uh, yeah, a limited amount of money on a, on a COVID quarantine budget. That's a very Libra thing you just said there. So Libras <laughs> love, yeah, they love getting good deals on, on uh, sexual transactions. They love sex workers to give them discounts. Mm-hmm. They love uh, samples from sex workers. Yeah. Uh, and they, 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 oh. and that's such a Libra thing. I'm It's so funny. You said that you're such a Libra. It's so funny because I'm I'm always because I'm always going for free samples. You know, if I go into a carpet store, yeah. if I'm going into a restaurant. I'm at just free sample, free sample, free sample. And this is another one of those cases where I love free samples. Yeah, and that's I mean, you love free samples because when you were born, uh, however many years ago, yep, uh, Venus was kind of over in that direction. Sure, and Mercury, which is some I don't know sixty million miles away, was over that way. Right, and that has a profound impact on your wanting samples. It makes total sense. And I, I wish more people would really understand and appreciate astrology. Now, let me ask you a question. Does that take away some of my, um, culpability in certain things? Like, uh, if, if I'm a Libra, I, can I not help behaving in certain ways? Yes. Libras like justice Mm -hmm. and because of the scales. You sure. know, if you look at a, a statue of justice, what she, she's doing, she's well, she's showing off her bosoms, but she's also got a sword and she's got a scales and that's the leader. Yeah. She's holding you a lever. I've, I've never made it past the bosoms. I didn't, was, she's carrying things. She's, yeah, she's carrying a sword because the sword is like what justice meets out and in a very medieval fashion. Sure. And then the scales represents justice. The, the, she's weighing the facts. Okay. And she's blind. She's wearing a blindfold. Why? Wow. Because she doesn't want, because the facts look nasty. The facts are very right. gross. They right. look like little polyps. And so you sure. stack them, the stack the facts on the scale and you're balancing the facts. You're not looking at them. You're waving your sword around. It's very dangerous to be around Lady Justice. And Betty Weddy. For different reasons. Mm-hmm. Lady Justice has a freaking sword and a blindfold on. That's a terrible combination. We tried it blindfolded and a lot of people got hurt. Oh my gosh. So you can only imagine that a lady justice with scales in one hand and a sword in the other blindfolded stumbling around is a danger to you and me more than Betty Weddy maybe because well, crabs you can recover from as you know, Well, but a beheading, a piercing you can't recover from. And, and it's very Libra to want to recover from uh, crabs or being stabbed. 
Okay, good. So if someone gave me crabs and I was to sort of take justice into my own hands, could I say that, you know, uh, well, I, if it's not my fault, I'm a Libra. I had to do that. It was predetermined by the, the planet gods to, to have this, that this event occurred. Yes. That precedent was set in 1937. It went to the Supreme Court. It was okay. the United States versus Bill the Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he presented that same exact case. He, he poisoned a bunch of people with moonshine. Yep. But it turned out it was kind of maybe on purpose. Okay. But they determined that Sagittarii, which is the plural of Sagittarius, uh, uh, really love poisoning people with moonshine. That is one of the qualities that Sagittarii have. Ask any of your Sagittarius friends. You walk up to them, right? And you'll say, listen, uh, say your friend is Steve. Steve, you're a Sagittarius, right? Well, yes, I am. And when I was born, um, you know, Mars was over there. And even though it's, you know, uh, 18 months away, uh, going 50,000 miles an hour, that affected me. That affected my personality. It makes me want to poison people with moonshine. You know, it's, it's funny. I, cause I, I have a Sagittarius friend, uh, it's not named Steve and his name is is Christopher. That's such a Sagittarius name when you think about it. Is it? it? Yeah. That's no a, kidding. That's man. You really know your stuff. Most, uh, fun, most I, Christify, and that's the plural of Christopher. Most yeah. Christify are Sagittai. Is that true? Yeah. That is very interesting. This is so awesome. You're well, so good at this. I'm glad you what? called Astro George. Astrolog George. Sorry, I forgot my name. I'm so glad I called Astro George too. But no, but I was just, because I was over at my friend's house and um, for a, a, a moonshine mixer just this past weekend. Funny. Did you drink any? Yeah, a lot. See, that's a very Libra thing to do. Libras love moonshine. We we love moonshine, but it's so funny because I was, I was, you know, I was bleeding out of all sorts of places in yeah. my body today. And I was thinking, you know, what do the stars say I should do? So that's why I called you. I'm glad you called me. And I knew you were going to call me if you think about it, because there's a sunspot. Mm-hmm. And whenever there's a sunspot, I know someone is going to call me within one, two, say three years. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It's weird. Um. <laughs> I have, um, this is like a, a, this is like a deep red, like heart blood. I'm just, I'm bringing up now. Yeah. Huh. This is most likely your Sagittarius friend, Steve poisoning you. So how do you make money doing this? It's funny you say that. I was actually hoping that you might be a life coach because, you know, I, I made a terrible life choice, um, and in going into this field, it's not paying well. Gosh, I, I mean, I wish I could help you. I'm just, um. I'm not. Exactly what a Libra would say. So, Brian, I saw in the paper today that, um, and by the paper, I mean online. I mean, I haven't opened a hard newspaper in many years. Have you? Yes. Okay, good to know. Um, so, I saw in the paper today that uh, Joe Biden, you, you're familiar with, the, the, with Joe Biden? Yeah, is he? <laughs> I know that's a fabulous question. Getting a little nervous? Know. Are you getting nervous? I'm getting a little nervous. Um, yeah, the, yeah there, there's cause for concern. There are moments. There, there are moments. And this week, uh, just a couple of days ago, he said he's going to run again in 2024. Right. Which he thinks is next year. <laughs> oh, that was, see, that makes a heck of a lot more sense. Makes much more sense now when you think it's imminent. So he thinks he's been on the job for three and a half years. Yes. Because he's, he's, he's just tired all the time. Yes. 
it's only, it's only, you know, it's only been like uh, two months and 10 days. Anyway, I saw that Joe Biden um, was talking to reporters and he, uh, someone asked him what he gave up for Lent. And he said that, quote, I gave up all sweets for Lent. You have no idea how hard that is for me. Mm. And now you're, you're a Lentologist, right? Oh, yes. I love Lent. I know. Yeah, I know about Lent. Lent is about sacrifice and I'm all about that. And you run a, a Lent positive website, right? I do. I have a Lent mm-hmm. positive website. Yep. Why don't you go ahead and tell tell the listeners what your Lent positive website is so they can go visit it and sort of check out all of your information, uh, all of your research on Lent. Sure. Um, sure. The website's called Brian Sack wants to lend you a hand. And it's Lent positive. And uh, it, it's all about, you know, getting gearing up for that big old holiday, Easter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which involves Lent. Mm-hmm. which involves uh, giving up something you really love oh, for a certain it's, number of time, a days or something, right? Days. Yeah. No, Several it's, days. it's really good. This is like being in a 600 level college course. Yes. And this is. So Lent is all about giving up something you love. Boy, that's really interesting. And so uh, on uh, Brian Sack wants to lend you a hand.com. Um, I was wondering, uh, I, I know on one of your tabs on the side there, um, and you have a lot of tabs. I love really side impressive. tabs. Yeah. Side tabs yeah, yeah. are a big thing with me when it comes to designing websites. A lot I know. Of, it's such an interesting choice. A lot of people put them on the top and I'm more like, no, put them on the side. Make people keep just scrolling, scrolling down to find the next one. That's neat. And you like to have lots of space in between your tabs. Yeah. It takes you 14 minutes to get to contact us. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Which is odd because you do want people to contact. I knew you're a very lonely person. I would love somebody to contact me. Yeah, but obviously nobody's willing to put in the 14 and a half minutes to scroll down to the bottom. See, that's the problem with society today. No one wants to put in the work. Absolutely. It's not your fault. Lazy people. Yeah. It's like the people at the parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) They leave their carts, just sit in the middle, can't bring it back to the corral. Just leave it right there, you lazy SOB. Yep. Yep. Absolutely right. So I was, uh, you know, I know you keep track of what uh, people give up for Lent. That's one of the things that you do. One of the things you research. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yes, it is. Yep. I, I, so, I do a, I do a Lent survey and I, people tell me what they're giving up. No, that's so neat. So I was wondering if we could just talk about what, what some people uh, out there are giving up for Lent. Absolutely. I'd love to. I noticed that Joe Biden apparently has a, f- a couple of other things that he's giving up for Lent. Yeah. Uh, apparently this was just one, maybe it's the only one that he could remember. Um, but uh, Joe Biden was giving up a few extra things for Lent. Um, you know, can you shed some light on on what else he's giving up uh, other than sweets? Sure, uh, balance. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for him. Yeah, you know, he got a lot of flack uh, mm-hmm. for stumbling on the stairs. Right. Not fair. Right. He, he's given up balance for Lent. Yeah. Equilibrium. That's something you know. It's because, as he would say, we all take it for granted. We, we expect to just be able to walk down the street and not just completely trip over a crack that doesn't exist. Yep. And, and he's given up that for Lent. I mean, he wants to set an example. So awesome. It is awesome. It's, it's called leadership, Brian. You should look into it. I will. I'm, I don't want to attack you. No, I'm just saying you should research it. I think you're a fine leader. I'm just saying it's something you should research. I will. I saw the poster. It got me really intrigued. It said leadership. Check it out. Yeah. It's a good poster, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have that on my ceiling. Yeah, I saw that when I was lying on your bed. Yeah, that's cool. When when was when was this? You're out of town. 
Yeah, but what then? If, why were you visiting the house? Oh boy, if I, I wish I could remember. I guess I gave up remembering things for Lent. <laughs> oh, that's disarming. Okay. Yeah, heck with it. That's fine. So I was wondering, um, uh, you know, one other thing that Joe Biden was uh, giving up for Lent that, that might surprise people. Um, you said that there's one other thing? Yes. Uh, he gave up Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, he, he's leaving his wife? Yeah, well, just for Lent. Oh. So, oh. It, you know, it was really fascinating to people in the D.C. area because these, these ladies were flipping through um, Tinder. Uh-huh. And uh, suddenly there's their president, Joseph Biden, looking for a, a rendezvous. And then oh when you, gosh. when you read, yeah. And when you read the details, it's like, listen, I'm, I'm in my late seventies, but, um, I'm uh, looking for a lady, but only quickly because, uh, after Easter, everything's over. Right. So it's um, like for 40 days, yeah. we got a chance to really make it. Yeah. So he's like, I, I, I'll be ma married again by Easter. But, uh, for now, this is my, I gave up uh, my marriage for Lent. Wow. which includes the fidelity thing and all that stuff. And so he's just looking for a good day. He's looking to sow some oats. You got to blow off some steam. And I think when you're president, it's super stressful. We've seen uh, hundreds of presidents. I mean, I don't know how many we're up to now, but they're all, they all turn gray in a, in yep. a matter. The only one who didn't was Donald Trump and he stayed, he stayed peachy orangish, yep. but everybody yep. else turned gray. Now it's funny because uh, in all the presidents that you are thinking of, their hair turned gray. Yes. But what's cool about President Biden is that his skin is turning gray. His skin is turning gray. If you look, if you look at his eyes, the blue is is fading. Yeah. It's fading just to like a concrete-ish kind of gray. The pupils, yeah, absolutely. They're like getting smaller. Actually, the pupils are shrinking. They're going to be like pinholes. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that's right. And then there'll be like a brief flash, and then it'll be President Harris. Oh my, what, what, what happens in the flash? Uh, he, he passes on to the next level. It's like a video game, except you're dead. Oh, so he's, oh, so he's uh, a beyond president. He'll be our beyond president. Oh, that's really exciting. Um, well, good, good for Joe. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he is blowing off steam, shall we say, you know, okay. Well, Donald Trump went golfing a lot. Yeah. Uh, president Biden's not into that. He's into, uh, what they call it. The Delaware two stomp. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, it is weird. Because that, that's all the space there is in Delaware. You can only do two stops. It's not a big state. It was just there no. yesterday. Not a big state. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Your, your, your big trip. You, 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 you flew through Delaware really quickly. I drove through Delaware very rapidly. While you were there, did you um, do a, a tax shelter? I created a shell company. Okay. Uh, and, um, you know, you can do it. Actually, you can do it as you're going through the easy pass lane on the highway. You just kind of throw the paperwork out into a basket mm -hmm. and then they create, you'll get a text message saying your shell company has been created and you can immediately transfer funds to your shell company. Oh, that's great. Boy, they've got it going on. Small states got to make money somehow and they know exactly how to do it. They really do. I mean, for the number of state uh, companies that are supposedly in Delaware, I mean, they would have to be at least the size of Alaska. Yeah, no, they're like the sex worker of states. They've really mm -hmm. kind of, you know, they, they knew what to do with what the little they had. <laughs> they don't have a ton of skills, but they have one decent skill that everybody wants, which is uh, hiding money. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And also sex work. And sex work. Great hookers. Oh my gosh. Those two chicks are the top of the game. They sure are. Woo! The Delaware two stomp. 
So, um, speaking of Donald Trump, you, you keep bringing him up. It seems like he's on your mind. It's probably because he gave up something for Lent that was really difficult for him to to say goodbye to. And I would love, oh my gosh, you know, he's not in the news as much anymore. No. So I'd love to know what he's given up for Lent. Maybe we can uh, create some headlines. Well, as you know, he's a he's a very devout Catholic, and oh, I know he had planned on giving up Twitter for Lent. Okay. But then Twitter uh, beat him to it. Sure. I heard that. And and they uh, they waited until three or four minutes after he was of no use to them and then mm-hmm. uh, and then took away his Twitter. So he didn't have that to give up. So he was he was walking back and forth and figuring out oh, what can I give up? What can I give up? What can I give up? So he gave up the the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic City. Oh, that's, that's a hell of a thing to give up. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, granted it's already been partially demolished and, um, hasn't been generating revenue in God knows how long, but he just looked at that and he said, I don't want it. I'm not, I'm giving that up. I'm done with that. Man. Until Monday after Easter. What's he going to do with the shell of the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic city? Uh, you know, he, he's a brander. He's going to turn it into the Trump, uh, burning pile casino. And it's going to be like a, a theme. It's like a, a like a theme of uh, a devastation. Like if you're in a kind of a dystopian future, uh-huh. uh, a Mad Max kind of world where everything's falling apart and there's this smoldering casino with the blackjack uh-huh. and you can play blackjack and in the distance there's fi- you know, piles of burning lumber and bricks and wires sticking out of the wall and people screaming. Yeah. You're saying the, the Trump burning pile or, or, or casino that's resort definitely, yeah, you, yeah, resort and casino. And, wow. you know, the, the resort, it's a, I mean, it's a golf resort, but it's not the kind of golf course you're used to. Meaning what? Well, most people are, they're leisurely, they get up to the tee, um, they're going to sit there, they're going to look in the distance, where's the pin, how am I going to hit my ball? Well, now you're being chased you're by a guy. drop a leaf and see which way the wind is. Yeah, exactly. See which, how the wind's going, you know, and now you're being chased by a guy with a two by four and, and spikes sticking out of it. So, no kidding. Yeah, it's called, he's called the motivator because they, you know, what, and they, Donald Trump is very smart, so he knows that people want to play golf, and you know, golf fees can be very expensive. But what yeah. if you make it a little cheaper? All right, but now you get people out of that place as quickly as possible because every time you're about to hit the shot, there's some dude with a board. And nails sticking through it coming after you, you're going to hit that ball and just get moving. So he gets five times as many people playing 18 holes as a standard golf course. People don't give him enough credit. That's a, it's a brilliant move. Yep. Uh, you know, the hospitals do uh, treat him and street him. Restaurants are always trying to flip the table and, 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 and Donald Trump's just doing that, just doing that very thing. Yeah. Restaurants have their tricks. They have uncomfortable seats so that, you know, you don't want to linger too long. Yeah. And uh, we are, see, we had the old, we had the hole in the seat and then I'd come behind the table and I had a rope with a knot at the end and I would just kind of whip it up and it would whack you. And if I was lucky, I'd nail you and, and you'd, you'd want to get out of there as quickly as possible. Wow. Yeah. Chili's doesn't mess around. You were uh, working at Chili's when this, uh, when you were doing this? No, actually I wasn't. That's why they asked me to leave. I got chased out of there. And I, you know, I know it was coming. I could hear in the distance, our manager shouting, whip boy is here again. And then I just kind of do my thing and, and scatter. Did you just love eating chilies that much? I, you know, I never ate chilies. I just enjoyed getting That's the weird. customers to exit the restaurant as quickly as possible. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to say straight up that's strange. I felt like I was doing them a favor. Okay. I I feel like maybe the manager doesn't feel that way. No, he did. I imagine they probably had to comp a lot of meals. There was a lot of comp meals or a lot of bruises. There was a lot of lawsuit threats and um, it didn't help that I wore Chili's merchandise. I had a Chili's hat and a Chili's shirt. So they assumed uh, incorrectly that I was part of the, the operation. But mm-hmm. I was just a Chili's enthusiast who was dedicated to destroying their brand. And I don't know why. Man, an enthusiast who wants to ruin their brand. I had a strange logic to it. And my idea was I had all this Chili's merchandise. If I drive them out of business, that merchandise will then become worth something. Valuable. Yeah. yeah. What I yeah, didn't- Yeah, no, there would be a huge market for them. That's what I had hoped. What yeah. I didn't count on is my deodorant would stain the pits of all the chili shirts I had, and nobody wants to buy them on eBay. Oh my God. These yellow stained chili shirts. They just don't want them. That is tragic. Yep. Well, you know, you, you come out of chilies with a yellow stain one way or the other. That's true. So, okay. So Donald Trump, again, genius. Now we know what he's giving up for Lent. You know, the next one I want to ask you, Brian. Yeah. Um, now, Governor Cuomo, I, I know you're a fan. Love him. He's great. Great. Great guy. Um, you know, great leadership. We talked about leadership earlier. This guy's, you know, got leadership coming out of his, um, out of his ears. He's giving up something for Lent. I would love to, we'd love to sort of get that story out there. Yeah. You know, he gave it some thought. He's, he too is a devout Catholic. I know. And he decided to give up his presidential aspirations. Oh, for Lent and possibly even longer. <laughs> well, that's so nice because that's, I know that's something he's had uh, really since um, he was about four. Yeah. He wanted it so much ever since he was a kid. He wanted it very much when he married uh, like Kerry Kennedy, trying to get into the Kennedy clan. And although that yeah. didn't work out because they didn't like him at all. And uh, so he left, the, but he still wanted to be present. So he started you know writing books because that w- that's what you do. You start branding yourself mm-hmm. as a lead. This, I'm the lead. And so, you know, he even last fall when he had the book coming out showing how he conquered COVID, which you might've yeah. noticed has not yet been conquered, but he was, he was ahead of his time in that respect. He totally. Yeah. And so he's decided to give up that the presidential aspirations. He could resume those after Easter, but he's, he's weighing his options. Yeah, I wouldn't. How was your trip with your boys uh, driving up the East coast of the United States? It was long. I, bet. I think it was my longest road trip. My kids wanted to get back to New York. I was going to take my time and kind of mm-hmm. city hop and because it's their spring break. Yeah. And they're more like, no, we're good. We'll, we'll get back to New York, please. And really? so, yeah, That's we, funny. so we went from Tampa to Savannah, which is mm-hmm. six something hours. Yep. And then uh, Savannah's cool city, very pretty and waterfront, although no outdoor dining at the waterfront. I don't understand that. Um, had a great restaurant there called the trailer park. Okay. That if I do come down with COVID, I got it there because the tables are all packed together. It's like old times in Savannah. I was just going to say trailer park with the free mention on a big podcast like this is probably going to start sending us free stuff, but now you're accusing them of giving you COVID. So we probably blew that. We might've blown it so much for getting free uh, peanut butter and jelly wings. Ooh. Yeah, they have weird things, but it was really good. Very good. That sounds awesome. Okay. Uh, from Savannah, we drove to Charleston, saw uh, Fort Sumter, where the Civil mm-hmm. War started. Yep. I uh, learned a lot of history. Oh, great. I learned that Fort Sumter was was mostly blown up. Mm-hmm. 
It was a lot of rubble. They they fixed it up a little bit. It's not as okay. not as pretty as it once was. Right. So it's a, a very uh, uh, it mirrors the Taj, the Trump Taj Mahal. It's like the Trump Taj Mahal. And, and then we drove to Quantico. Oh. And in Quantico, I went to the National Museum of the Marine Corps. Oh, that's interesting. That's a unique museum to visit. It's a very unique. It's a awesome museum. If anybody goes to the D.C. area. Quantico area, uh, National Museum of the Marine Corps, phenomenal museum. And my father had, had has worked with them and, and is a very supportive of them. And so we got a, like, because it's closed because of COVID, but we got a tour by, uh, by a, a Marine Corps major general. That's awesome. Which terrified me. Because first of all, you, you know, but, and, and, you know, my hair has grown. I haven't done much with my hair since COVID. Yeah. I used to have very short haircuts. And I uh, haven't done anything, And my kids haven't either. We've all just kind of given up on the hair thing because it just doesn't matter anymore. Correct. And so I think two days before we're supposed to go meet the major general for this tour, my son, the 14 uh, the, uh, year old is like, can we get haircuts? We need haircuts. Can we get haircuts? Like he's all terrified about the general yelling at him. Oh, wow. And so I even texted, I said, you know, uh, general, you know, looking forward to seeing you. Just FYI, we have you know, apologies in advance for our COVID hair. Uh, oh my but gosh, he, that's really funny. But he didn't care at all. So we got this tour. It's a great museum with the history of the Marine Corps from 1775 onward. Okay, and great. I mean, they have all this equipment in there, real equipment from World War II, World War I, planes, uh, wow. armored vehicles, weapons. What are uh, the exhibits like? Uh, well, they have uh, the invasion of Tarawa Island, uh, which is in, the, sure that is. Was in, in World War II in the South Pacific. It was one of the okay. islands the Marines stormed. They have the flag from the Iwo Jima flag raising. You're familiar with that famous yeah. iconic photograph. The, um, they have that flag. They have the flag itself. They have the flag itself that flew wow. on, on Mount Suribachi. And, uh, and they have exhibits basically of all the Marine conflicts. So starting from when they were snipers on top of ships. You know, they'd be snipers on frigates, basically, back in the 1700s. Sure. Going back, though, let me interrupt you. What are some of the other relics that they had from the World War II as they were storming, storming around Japan? Um, well, they had uh, uh, Emperor Hirohito's bedpan. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, they so they they had grabbed that because, and they uh, they actually used being Marines, they used that to to beat several. Uh, Japanese to death. Sure. At the time. Sure. sure. Nowadays you yeah. wouldn't do that. We're friends. No, I, yes. Yeah. But at the Tell time, yeah. Yeah. At the time you'd call them all sorts of nasty names and attack them and they used the bedpan. Now you do. And they call that a hate crime. That's right. Yeah. It's weird. Times have changed, but, yeah. uh, they have, uh, they have reenactments. Okay. So, you know, oh, like, yeah. What do they reenact? That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's like, they have, a, there's a world war one, uh, reenactment of like a Marine fighting, a German in the trenches. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's really, uh, I mean, it's dramatic. Very good. Do you get to, in the reenactments, do you get to like choose a side? Like, could you like, you know, be with the, the Nazi side and, and like yell things like, you know, Babe Ruth is a homosexual. Things yeah. like that. Yeah. You can be like a little Goebbels as a little, you do want to be Goebbels and you sit, Ooh. yeah, you gain a lot of weight and you sit in a seat and you just, you say things that aren't true. <laughs> He would fit in well in today's society. That's right. Exactly. He could be work for Vox. Uh, so no, it's, <laughs> it's a great exhibit. And then they, they also have uh, Korea. Mm -hmm. And then we can With go the, the whole, the whole, they just brought the whole country of the, Korea over the entire country of Korea. 
you can't do that. They I mean, did it. They did it. Marine man, Corps Museum. This is American colonialism. Normally, I think a lot of that stuff is bunk, but you can't just take that uh, chunk of the Asian continent. It's amazing. And and you, to a museum. You should see the looks on these people's faces. <laughs> like, wh- where are we? What is going on? I bet. I went to bed and I, I was in Pyongyang and now yeah. look at me and where where I'm in, I'm in Virginia. Yeah. There's a Popeye's chicken across the street. What is that? Yeah. They, Cause they're like, that's food. What is that? Like, what do you do right. with that? And we're like, Oh, you right. eat it. You can actually purchase it and eat it. They're like, no, no, it has to be given to you by the government and they don't have any. And we're like, no, 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 that's different. This is Virginia. Why? Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, it really must be fun to to sort of uh, meet the, the Koreans. Yeah, no, they, I mean, they, except for the stomach parasites, they're cool people. <laughs> I, I bet. Were you able to, you know, see the the demilitarized zone? Yeah, they, they brought the whole demilitarized zone over. Beautiful. How How is that different when it's in American uh, uh, soil? It has more Hardee's in it. <laughs> the Hardee's burger chain. Yes. Now, you know, over in Korea, it's just untouched land. It's actually nature has kind of taken over. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite beautiful and tranquil. And here it's more uh, Hardee's and a strip mall with a pawn shop. Okay. So we've, we've improved their, their land. Uh, that's how them. I look at it. Well, good for us. You know, you know, initially I had a problem with this whole stealing of Korea and bringing it to the Marine Museum. But you know what? You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. You should thank yeah. us. When you leave the Vietnam exhibit, I mean, like, you know, what happens then? The doors open as you're leaving the Vietnam exhibit. And then you have a bunch of hippies yelling at you and calling you baby killer. No uh, kidding. And, yeah, and they're cursing at you and, and spitting. And, and, and you're just like, hey, listen, I, you know, I, I didn't want to be there. I got mm-hmm. drafted because my dad's not a senator. You know, he's, right. he's not in government. So I had to go. Yeah, and, of course. And, you and you're trying to, you know, and these people, and they, they kind of traumatize you. And then um, you can go actually to the, there's a VA, like a mock of a VA and you go in there and you get fairly mediocre medical care. Yeah. By, um, and, and, and so it's, you know, it's, it's really authentic, the experience you get. That's really great. Do you leave with, um, do you leave with like a little Vietnamese child who may or may not be yours? You, you actually are given a Vietnamese wife. No kidding. Yeah. That you take with you. Yep. That's fantastic. Yeah. That, well, uh, now I might visit. Yeah. Mion is, uh, uh, we got Mion. Uh, okay. And she's lovely. She's a very, I mean, she's very sweet. She covers her mouth when she laughs because she doesn't want oh. me to see her teeth. That's a thing. It's a cultural thing. Yeah, they of course. Go, they do this, <laughs> cover their mouth. But uh, she's very, very sweet. And um, yeah. I mean, how, how's your relationship with your new wife? It's, it's better than the one with my old wife. Who's yeah, furious. I so. Absolutely furious. Yeah. She's like, who is, who is this? I'm like, well, that, that came with the exhibit. It's a great museum. How has that impacted life now that you're back at home? Uh, well, the cooking's different. Miang mm-hmm. uh, is, she's about three or four dishes that she does very sure. well, but I, I'm really tired of, of pho. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, okay. It's a soup. Yeah, I get it. Is there anything else you can do here? Like we, my wife made a phenomenal lasagna a few weeks ago. Can you do that? And she's like, I know. She just kind of looks at me. Blank That's stare. rough. Yeah. Well, how, how, you know, other than, other than in the kitchen, like how are things different? Like, in, you know, in the rest of the home. Um, really good. <laughs> really good. But the exhibit keeps going. So, oh, okay. So you go, we go into uh, Afghanistan. 
Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and then, and then we, you, the exhibits, you just stay there. <laughs> yeah. So like you walk in and say they've actually recreated a Middle Eastern village. And you really? go, yeah. And you look around and, and you see, it's like they've recreated the sounds and the atmosphere of, of this village in the Middle East. And, and you're just walking and then you're like, when does this end? When no. does, like, when do I get out of this exhibit? Like you, and they're just like, and there's talk about you leaving the exhibit. They're like, yeah, you might be able to, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that later. And you just keep going and going and going and going. And, going oh my, and the next president will get out of the exhibit though. Yeah. And well, you they say that and then they leave, there's even like a TV in one, you look inside one of these mud huts and you see like a, there's a TV, there's an old TV and you can see that a new president has been elected. Oh, great. Uh, on a vow of getting us out. And then you just keep going. And just <laughs> so strange. It's amazing. And keep walking and walking. And finally, the kids were starving. I was like, "We need a DOR. Get me out of here." And so they yeah. they they got us out. It was well. Fun. Th- you know, thanks for sharing. Um, thanks for sharing. You know about um, you know, the the uh, the military museum you went to. It was great. I uh, okay. I liked it a lot. All right. Well, why don't you marry it? I am going to marry it. Okay. Well, what are your wives going to th- say about that? You know, I know one will say. A lot of things. The other one will say something, but I won't understand it because my Vietnamese is terrible. I like, I like that it's your Vietnamese that's terrible and not her English. You must really love her. I do. You know, I, I it's, I'm not one of these people who demands you speak my language. Yeah, I'm perfectly capable of not speaking your language. That's really awesome. Yeah, as long as she knows the sign language uh, with uh, one finger uh, for one hand and a hole of the other hand. Yeah, that's for a beignet. So every time I'm feeling in the mood, I get a beignet. <laughs> not, not a bad fallback for no, that sign language. But I'm stuffed. I've decided we should grow the podcast, Jack. Really? Yeah. But we have the perfect number of listeners right now. No, you know, I thought about it. I like that number. And I was like, you know what? Why not more? Why not more? And then I was like, I don't have any more room in my heart to love more listeners. That's the thing, Jack. You just got to let it go. If you love something, set it free. Okay. Thank you for listening. Follow the podcast. Send us comments if you want. Contact at qmpodcast.com or you can send them from the the website, qmpodcast.com to tell your friends and family. This is what you do. You go into your phone book. Okay. Your entire phone book. You email everybody, just email blast them. You say, how's this podcast? I really like it. Check it out. And then when you get angry emails from friends, like, why are you spamming me this crap? Yeah. You just say, I'm sorry, I was hacked. Oh, that's good. An Indian guy hacked my email and was trying to get you to buy Amazon gift cards and listen to that podcast. That's what you tell them. Okay. Why why do we have to slander him that he's saying he's Indian? Because they are. They, they, that's every time somebody has tried to, to, get me to buy gift cards for them and some kind of con on the internet. It's right. an Indian guy. Okay. It's a big hub well, for that, that. That's good to know. Uh, I mean, should people like review the podcast? You know, would that help? We, reviews always help because people okay. will judge a podcast based on their reviews and yeah. they'll look and they'll say, Oh, it's a funny podcast. Yeah. Just like with restaurants. Okay. Oh, what about, should people tune in next week? Uh, should they listen next week? Is it going to be an even better episode next week? It will be better next week. Every, and, and, oh, here's the thing. So we talked a little bit with a guy who knows things, or you did, Jack. Okay. And yep. he gave us some advice. And one is a video. 
Yep. So uh, we're going to be working on more video mm-hmm. and especially the stuff like your auditions and sponsor things, sponsor bits, things like that, which I think visually are very appealing to watch you uh, be incapable of not laughing. That's right. I try, I do. I, I swear to God, I try very hard not to laugh during those, but I, I, I don't know what's coming. Cause my, I made, we did do a demo and we did record one of the ones uh, we did. And I showed yep. it to my wife and she was, she was crying and laughing as she's watching you, your facial expressions as you, as you knew you couldn't keep it in. Oh, that's so awesome. That makes me happy. It was funny. So, okay. So we, we have that coming. Um, yeah. Brian, do you think people realize how much of the show is improvised? No, most of it's improvised. So, so for example, in today's episode, uh, where we talk about, um, uh, what Joe Biden gave up for Lent. Mm. A real news story. That's mm. a real. So we we get into it through reality, mm-hmm. and you have no idea this is coming. Right. You have no idea I'm even going to talk about this. Right. There is I almost no show you prep. Know a lot about Lent. There's ver- there's very little show prep. But, well, there's very little show prep. There's, there's writing for the, some. We do have a few for the bits. bits, but yeah. for the most part, like any of those bits where it's like, hey Brian, you know how you're an expert at something? You have no idea what I'm about to say. Right. Never. And you're on the spot in that moment making up facts and stories about movies and songs and stuff. And all of that is completely unplanned and improvised. It is all improv. Yes. It's a high wire act. And we want to see if you can do it. And I love like turning the, turning the screws on you and and seeing if you can actually do it. I know. I can tell from your facial expressions. Yeah. When I tell you to come up with that, to tell us what your website is for your Lent positive website. Lent positive website. (laughs) All of that is improvised. Yeah. And I think people don't even realize that. Well, I hope they do. The only thing that's scripted well, really are the opening bits. Yep. And uh, and then your auditions and uh, sponsor bits. I prepare those even though you don't see what's coming. You don't know what you're Correct. reading. Yeah. 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 That's the joy of that's it. In. That's the joy. That's the pleasure of it. Well, but that's also the fun of seeing you walk the, the tightrope is seeing like, how's Brian going to get out of this one? Yes. <laughs> Oh boy. Save all that good improv for the next episode. I'll see you then, buddy. Okay. Good night. Good night. That was questionable material. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Make sure to review the podcast. Make sure to visit qmpodcast.com 